It's time for the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex is written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedom from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Sentinel Report. I'm your host, Alex Newman, and it is super late. We're coming to you live, if you're watching us live on uh, Frank's Speech or some of the other platforms, uh, from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. I'm at the UN Climate Summit. Yes, it's a climate summit in name only. It's really uh, Enslave Humanity Summit, Destroy America Summit. But uh, we've got a lot for you. I was able to talk and confront uh, to actually six of the seven U.S. senators who are were here. They left uh, last night, I understand. And uh, wow, we're going to be putting the videos up. I'll be airing them here over the, the days to come. But uh, so much is going on here, folks. They are quite literally plotting the destruction of the United States, the undermining of our energy grid, which, of course, will destroy our national security and our economy. And uh, it is really, really crazy. You, you can't explain it any other way. It's absolutely insane. So we've got some breaking news for you on that. And then we'll be joined by Debbie Bacigalupi, cattle rancher and journalist extraordinaire, to comment on what is going on here. She is here in person with me. We'll start like we always do with a word from the word. This is out of Psalms. This is Psalm 24, verses 1 through 3. It says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. The earth does not belong to the United Nations. The earth does not belong to Al Gore and John Kerry and Joe Biden and the Communist Chinese and all the others here at this climate summit. The earth belongs to the Lord. Okay, so do we. And uh, it's important that we remember that, folks. I think some of the people here, they get uh, a little bit arrogant. They think they're going to save the planet and they're going to save humanity from itself. Uh, Frankly, uh, who's going to save humanity from the humanity savers? Who's going to save the planet from the planet savers? And um, unfortunately, we need a lot more superheroes to get involved in this fight because otherwise our country, our freedoms, all of it is gone. Uh, Before we get to news, folks, um, we are entering very tumultuous times Uh, not just in the United States, but around the world. And if you are not prepared yet to deal with tough times ahead, you need to be. Okay, so check out preparewithsentinel.com. We've actually partnered with uh, My Patriot Supply because it's a company I've been using for years. Um, They have the best prices, the best products that I know of for emergency preparedness. Uh, They're running a really great special today. I hope you'll take advantage of it. You get $60 off a four-week emergency food supply kit. So this will get you through a month for one person. Instead of the usual uh, $237, you can get it for $177 right now. And, uh, you know, I I think, and and I've been saying this for a long time, I think everybody needs at least three or four months worth of food and supplies for every member of their household. But, um, you know, if you can't start there, you're better off starting somewhere than nowhere. And I'm telling you, I do think things are going to get really tumultuous ahead. I wouldn't be telling you that if I didn't think it were so. I wouldn't have been preparing myself for several years if I didn't, uh, many years, actually going all the way back to college, if I didn't think things were going to get tough. And so especially if you have family, if you have a wife or a husband or kids uh, that depend on you, 
you need to take this stuff seriously, folks. And if it's not, you know, a natural disaster, or it's a political or an economic crisis, you got the World Economic Forum clowns talking about 2024 is going to be the year of the cyber pandemic. And, um, you know, who knows what these people are up to, right? They know Americans don't believe they're climate hoax. They know uh, Americans are sick and tired of being looted. Uh, and so uh, who knows what they're liable to do, right? And it could be a, a solar flare, right? Anything. Uh, all these different things could happen. And the bottom line is nobody knows when, how, where. But uh, anybody who is not prepared at this point, and, and I say this with all due, due respect, is just being foolish. We have got to be ready, folks. You're not going to get a warning before a crisis hits. And um, if you're not prepared, you're going to end up in a food, FEMA food line if you're lucky. So uh, get over to preparewithsentinel.com. That's preparewithsentinel.com. For those of you listening to us on the radio, prepare, P-R-E-P-A-R-E, with W-I-T-H, Sentinel. That's S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L. Dot com, preparewithsentinel.com. Take advantage of some of those great discounts. You can also get free shipping, um, but only if you use that link, preparewithsentinel.com. Now, uh, one of the things I did, I mentioned briefly, I was able to uh, ask the seven U.S. senators who were here. They had a press conference, and uh, you know, I, I call the media here the cheerleading section. It's really, it, it's a pathetic spectacle. Uh, they're, they're really not interested in journalism. They, they are actually the cheerleading section. They, you know, they clap. Uh, they give standing ovations when the politicians or the dictators come out and say, they're saving the world from climate dioxide, whatever. Uh, so I, I was able to ask them a real question. They obviously were not pleased with it. You should have seen the look that Senator Ben Cardin gave me. But uh, I want you to check this out, um, and, and we'll talk about it when we get back. But listen to this response from Senator Chris Coons. Alex Newman here with the New American Magazine. Uh, there was a poll released several months ago, AP NORC Center for Public Affairs Research, found that less than half of Americans even believe that human activity is causing climate change. About a third are willing to pay even a single additional dollar on their electric bill each month to deal with climate change. And with the very real prospect of Trump coming back to the White House in 2024, how is the U.S. government planning to make credible commitments on funding and on these other issues that you guys are talking about? Senator Coons, who chairs that committee. That was part of why I spoke to what I think is both the structure of the Inflation Reduction Act, um, which has directed tens of billions of dollars already to construction projects in predominantly red states or politically conservative states, and to the way that we've been able to get out of my uh, subcommittee and pass through the full committee uh, an additional billion and a half dollars in investment in combating climate change, predominantly in the global south, um, with an overwhelming bipartisan margin. So. Um, am I suggesting that were the former president to be our next president, everything would be fine? Not at all. Uh, but I'm saying that there is a broad enough and deep enough support for continuing investments to combat climate change and for the Inflation Reduction Act and bipartisan infrastructure law in particular that we will continue. We'll continue to move forward regardless. We'll continue to move forward regardless. Did you hear that? We'll continue to move forward regardless. It doesn't matter who the American people elect as president. It doesn't matter that most Americans don't even believe the global warming theory underpinning this whole charade. It doesn't matter that Republicans elected a House majority with, theoretically at least, the power of the president. None of that matters, right? As John Kerry said, we, we showed you the clip um, uh, on our final episode last week. Nothing can stop us, right? That's what they believe, that nothing can stop them. And they know full well that nobody's buying this stuff. Why, why else would they have hidden their climate bill? And they're openly saying the Inflation Reduction Act was the biggest climate bill in world history. Why else would they have hidden their climate bill in a bill called the Inflation Reduction Act? 
It's because they know that they could never pass a bill called we're going to loot you to fight a fake problem called climate change because Americans don't believe this stuff. So they call it the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, and I confronted several of the senators about the branding of this ridiculous bill. Um, I'll show you those clips later on in the week or maybe next week. We're processing it all. We've got so much footage. There's no way we can get it all out uh, in time for today's program. This happened uh, last night. But, um, folks, what else did he say? Right? He said, oh, yeah, we're going to keep moving forward. We are getting Republican states, red states, hooked on billions of dollars that are being allocated through this Inflation Reduction Act into this climate thing. So what's going to happen? Do you think a Republican governor is going to say, nah, we don't want 10 billion taxpayer dollars to build windmills or solar panels or whatever other dumb thing. Of course, they're not going to say that, right? What's a Republican congressman going to do when he's got 10 stupid solar panel factories in his district being funded by money looted from the American people? Say, oh, we don't want solar panels. I mean, folks, figure out what's happening here. They're bribing you with your own money and destroying your country. So this is wicked. It's evil. Uh, it is just deceptive. And we'll have much more on that as the days go by. Uh, I actually just filed a, a big story over at thenewamerican.com. Uh, I'm, I'm here as a correspondent for The New American. I'll be doing, of course, work for uh, Frank Speech, Lindell TV. I'll be publishing an article at the Epic Times about this, and I'll be doing a lot. But uh, I published an article this morning at thenewamerican.com about what is going on with the UN IPCC. This is the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. And this is huge, folks. The, the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is supposed to be a science body. They're supposed to be looking at the science and telling policymakers what the science says, right? The science trademark. But now this UNIPCC is asking for the power to prescribe policy. So they don't want to just do the science. They want to tell you what we need to do. And then some of them are asking for the power to enforce the policies that they want to prescribe. And they're saying this openly. Uh, they actually went to the UK Guardian, uh, one of the biggest newspapers in the UK, also one of the most alarmist um, uh, media outlets, if you will, in the world. And um, you, you have to see this stuff to believe it. So they are saying, uh, I'm going to quote uh, this uh, UN IPCC Vice Chairman Sonia Senevirante. She says, at some point, we need to say that if you want to achieve this aim set by policymakers, certain policies need to be implemented. She says, as climate change becomes worse and worse, it's becoming more difficult to be policy relevant without being policy prescriptive. So they want to prescribe the policies that they think are needed. One of the policies she mentioned is a phase out of fossil fuels or hydrocarbon energy, which, of course, makes up about 80 percent of the total supply of energy around the world. So I reached out to a bunch of actual experts. Um, I reached out to uh, Princeton University physics professor Will Happer, uh, pr uh, Professor Emeritus. Uh, he was Donald Trump's climate advisor. And I've interviewed him many times. I've, we've shown some of the clips on here. He's a great guy, great scientist. And I asked him, you know, what do you think about this? Should the IPCC be prescribing and enforcing their policies? And what he said to me is, I would rather have climate policy set by the first 1,000 people in the telephone directory than by IPCC scientists. And he put that in air quotes. I also reached out to uh, Dr. Willie Soon. Uh, he's with the Independent Center for Environmental Research and Earth Sciences. He's one of the top astrophysicists in the world. He just retired last year from the uh, Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. And I'm going to read to you what he said to me. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He said, um, this is a rather appalling, though not unexpected, development for all the humble scientists at the UNIPCC to violate its own founding 35-year principle for the reports to never be policy prescriptive, but merely policy relevant. He says, the bad weather and extreme climate were all imagined in those scientists' computer climate model toys. 
He says it's a sad and dangerous for these non-elected scientists to go this far to stretch their daily dramas to the epic levels that they can literally now be permitted to stop anyone from enjoying a fine filet mignon or cooking their food with gas. This is what the power to prescribe policy that they have demanded means. Folks, are you understanding this? These scientists, these non-elected pseudoscientists are now demanding the power to impose policies on you. Policies like stopping your energy use, okay? Try to imagine a world without energy, without 80% of energy. That's what these people are actually calling for. Now, in the real world, we all know the Arabs and the communist Chinese are not going to be shutting down their fossil fuels. They're not going to be shutting down their power plants. In fact, they're building them faster than we can count them. Every time Biden shuts down one of ours, the communist Chinese are opening two or three more coal-fired power plants. So this is what they're doing. Um, and it, actually, uh, we showed the clip a couple weeks ago. I interviewed uh, Dr. Patrick Moore, co-founder of Greenpeace, uh, former president of Greenpeace Canada. He said if you actually shut down uh, hydrocarbon energy, it would be a recipe for mass suicide. He said this would eliminate uh, virtually all people on the planet, in addition to causing every tree on the planet to be cut down for fuel before that happened. So this is what they're talking about, folks. They are talking about a scientific dictatorship. Um, the name for this is called technocracy. I reached out to uh, Patrick Wood. He's uh, probably the world's top critical expert on technocracy. And here's what he told me. He said that a single group of deluded technocrat scientists would declare themselves the sole enforcers of their own science is patently insane. He said if they are not summarily stopped, it will give them the dictatorial power to implement every facet of Agenda 21, UN Agenda 2030, global biodiversity assessment, and more. In other words, a total scientific dictatorship. This is called, again, technocracy, he said. Um, and, of course, it's not a new idea. It goes back almost 100 years. David Rockefeller was a big fan. He started the Trilateral Commission to help push this idea with his buddy Zibnu Brzezinski, former national security advisor to Jimmy Carter and others. And um, if you really want to understand technocracy, it means the end of self-government. It means the end of elected officials. And it means rule by experts and scientists and technocrats, supposedly for our own good, supposedly in our own interest. Um, this is, again, obviously totally and completely bonkers. It makes no sense from a scientific perspective. It makes no sense from a political perspective. It is a dictatorship that they are talking about. And you should go read the quotes from these scientists at the UNIPCC. I actually reached out to them several times while I've been here. I sent them emails. Uh, I went over to their booth and asked if they would speak with me. Uh, so far, nothing. They did finally send me an email back after my article was published. We'll see if they actually um, agree to sit down for an interview. But I did interview uh, in 2018 the former UNIPCC C-level scientist, Dr. Niels Axel Morner. He passed away now, but he was the uh, chairman of the geophysics and geodynamics department at Stockholm University. Uh, he actually said the IPCC was deliberately lying. Uh, he said there's no sea level rise going on. There's not going to be. He says, if anything, uh, it, it, sea levels are going to go down a little bit. Uh, and he actually told me, and you can go watch the interview. It's 30 minutes long. Uh, YouTube deleted it after it, it hit 100,000 views because they're totalitarian fascists and they don't want you to know the truth. But he said he tried to tell the IPCC they could not put in these fraudulent claims into their silly report. Well, they refused to take them out. And so he had to resign. He said, I'm, I'm not going to be a party to this fraud on the people of the world. But this is what they're doing, folks. They're lying to you with fake pseudoscience, and then they want to steal your freedoms under the guise of saving you from this fake problem that they have concocted. Uh, thankfully, we have a bill uh, now introduced in Congress, the Defund Act. It's called the Disengaging Entirely from the United Nations Debacle Act by uh, Senator Mike Lee of Utah, a companion bill introduced in the House. He says the U.N. has become a voice for Marxism. He's, of course, absolutely correct. And uh, we'll be bringing you more on that as we go. 
but uh, folks, you need to understand what's going on here. And the UN is on this bandwagon too. Just yesterday, they had all, all over this place. They had these uh, big lit up signs that says the transformation they're working on is unstoppable. Uh, here you can see a picture. I, I posted it on my Twitter today. They truly believe that this transformation is going to be unstoppable, or at least they claim to believe that, right? To me, it sounds a little bit like wishful thinking, desperation. But imagine the hubris, right? Doesn't matter who the American people elect to Congress or to the presidency. Doesn't matter what the, who the people of Argentina elect or who the people of the Netherlands elect. This is unstoppable. Okay, Get used to it, slaves. You will do what we tell you. So that's what they're doing, folks. And you're not going to hear this from the fake media. I just ran into a reporter from the Washington Compost who did a hit piece on uh, me and Dr. John Clauser and Mark Morano for exposing the climate hoax at the uh, U.S. Conference of Bishops not long ago. We played some of those clips recently. But uh, this is what they're doing, folks. Uh, we do have Debbie Bacigalupi with us now. So after break, we'll come back and we'll talk more with her. We've got a lot of other news, but um, we'll just focus on the climate stuff. And I do want to let you know, folks, we've got a new book coming out very soon, Indoctrinating Our Children. Children to death. I will be dropping it probably in the first week of January. So stay tuned for that. We hope you'll get a copy for you and your friends and your family. It is, I believe, the most important book I have ever written. And I do believe that this is an issue that if we don't deal with it, it's over. I mean, it's over. We're going to lose our country. We're going to lose our freedoms. I mean, unless God miraculously intervenes and stops this terminal decline, it's done. So stay with us. We're going to be right back after this quick break with Debbie Bacigalupi. Are you concerned about the economy? Are you concerned about the education system that is pouring radical, immoral, and unsafe ideas into your children's minds? Are you concerned about the rapidly declining moral condition of our nation and fear that your children won't enjoy the standard of living, the safety, and the peace that you and your parents have experienced? Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. But Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's why Greater Than I Ministries is offering a special biblical worldview teaching combo that includes the Thinking Like a Christian video series, along with our new You Are What You Think textbook series, designed to equip couples, church groups, and homeschool families to apply the Bible everywhere. You can get this life-changing series now by going to gtimin.com and clicking the green banner at the top. That's gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed. Hope for Our Times invites you to join us for a prophecy cruise, June 1st through 7th, 2024. We will set sail on the Royal Caribbean Adventure of the Seas and tour the Caribbean Sea with three ports of call, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic, Labadee, Haiti, and Coco Key. These privately owned ports of call are great ways to safely and securely enjoy the Caribbean experience. The cruise will be an excellent way to spend time with like-minded people. Our world-class speakers, Jeff Kenley, Alex Newman, Bill Koenig, Dr. David Reagan, and Pastor Tom Hughes will deliver timely talks that will challenge and encourage you for the day in which we live. And you will have plenty of time to relax and unwind on the sea. You can enjoy world-class food and entertainment, along with special sessions and Q&A time with our speakers. You will also connect with others who want to share the hope of Jesus with everyone they come in contact with. Visit UntilHeComesCruise.org for more information or to reserve your spot. We're offering early bird pricing if you sign up before December 31st. Visit UntilHeComesCruise.org and sign up today. 
I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Democracy. Misinformation poses a threat to our nation's health. Climate change is an emergency. Democratic socialism. Codified. Everyone's right to choose. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Welcome back to the Sentinel Report. I am Alex Newman, your host, and I'm sitting next to Debbie Bacigalupi. She is a cattle rancher and a journalist extraordinaire. She's been coming to these summits uh, for almost a decade and um, great, uh, great journalist, great reporter, and also uh, a great rancher. Uh, Debbie, thanks for joining us. And uh, folks, do support our advertisers. Go to MyPillow.com, go to uh, Patriot Mobile, and use those promo codes, Newman. Uh, Debbie, one of the things that the Joe Biden regime has pledged to do here is to eliminate methane emissions, which, um, according to an analysis by Stephen Moore at the Heritage Foundation, would shut down at least 60% of America's power-generating capacity. Uh, you have looked a lot at methane because that's what they're saying about the cows too. Oh, the cows emit methane, and uh, yeah, that's not good. We need to get rid of cows. What's the story here with the methane? Why are they so obsessed with it? Is it dangerous? As is it as dangerous as they claim it is? And what should we know about it? Yeah, well, I don't think it's as dangerous as as they're claiming, of course. But it is another mechanism for them to control so many things. I mean. If they were really worried about the methane, about methane or methane, um, they would be looking for solutions in oceans, solutions in um, in like uh, uh, bug species, like what is it, ants and termites um, emit massive amount of methane. But you don't hear anything about that. You hear about cattle and cars is what you hear about. And so, and now uh, natural gas power plants and natural natural gas, all these things that give us independence and food and and the ability to be independent people. So, yeah, um, there are methane task force 
forces out there now. Did you know that? Yeah, a UN task force, the, a Biden regime task force on and methane. And a California methane yeah. task force. And, and those senators yesterday, they couldn't stop blabbering about methane. Right. So, what they didn't tell anybody at that press conference was that that's going to shut down 60% of America's power generating capacity right. if they're able to move forward with this craziness. It, exactly. And and for a lot of people, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, cattle, cattle. We did ask the senators, you know, are they going to target cattle? And of course they said no. But look at what's going on in the Netherlands. The, it, farmers are not only losing their private property to, because the government is saying, you know, there's too many cattle, there's too much methane emissions coming from farms and, and under their Natura 2000, um, which is they're saying that some species, and it happens to be a plant, can't handle the methane from supposedly, supposedly, between the farms and where these farms are on the ocean, right? So um, it, where these plants uh, grow, that they have to get rid of the number of cattle in in the Netherlands and farmers are actually killing themselves. They're yep. committing suicide because they know no other way of of providing, you know, livelihood for themselves. And it's it's their passion. And so yeah, that you know, it just seems that they're that, that we're always chasing something in these in these, you know, global conferences and it's hard to get down to what is exactly the truth. Yeah. Well, to me, it seems like the truth is they're trying to bankrupt our country. And, uh, you know, the communist Chinese are not going to be reducing their methane. They're not going to be reducing their CO2 footprint. So we're committing economic suicide yeah. while they continue to do all the things that we're being told at this yeah. conference and other places are so dangerous to the environment. Now, you actually mentioned something to me before we went on. You said that there had been uh, some work done showing that methane was actually really good for the soil. That yeah. It was good for the It is the a recycled um, um, gas. And so, you know, whether, so for example, a cow burps and it comes out both ends, just like with us, I guess. And so that, that NH4 goes up, up in the air, it's captured by carbon, and then it actually goes back into the ground. It might be after, you know, it's like a 10 year cycle, but it acts as a natural fertilizer because that's what it is. In fact, plants need it. And so, and, and so it's a fertilizer. It's not a bad thing, you guys. It's not a bad thing. But Yeah, and another big development, we talked about it briefly in our last episode, but they've got a loss and damage fund that they've set up now. Uh, Joe Biden uh, regime is pledging our huge amounts of our money, $3 billion to the Green Climate Slush Fund, $17.5 million, I guess, to start at the uh, loss and damage fund. And just like every government program, it's going to grow and grow and grow. Um, Tell the folks a little bit about what's going on here with all the money that's being thrown around by these Western governments. Yeah, well, they're saying that it's to help, you know, third third world countries and island nations that are being harmed by people like us, rich countries like us that use fossil fuels that, you know, according to them, just an, you know, unacceptable amount. And so... And any and and they're claiming that you know methane causes um, what everything from floods to to droughts and everything in between, which you all have heard many times. But with these loss and damage funds, it means that you and I, as taxpayers, have to pay for not only the physical damage done to a third world country or a developing country 
which could be, you know, a storm that wipes out, you know, through a hurricane or whatever, wipes out buildings. But there's also a cultural damage that they talk about Mm -hmm. that could be, you know, that uh, you uh, you got depressed, for example, because all these storms came through. I'm just making it up right now. But they really say that there is a, a social cost as well. And it could be a cultural cost as well, too. And you and I, here's the bottom line, is that forever and ever, we will have to pay for whatever they say the damage is, whether it's mental or physical. Somebody dies um, and they tie it to climate change. We have to pay. Yeah. And uh, That's what Americans get for inventing airplanes and, and light bulbs and radio and telephones and 5,000-year leap, right? Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? But here's the thing. Who knows where the money's really going? Of course it's going to the kleptocrats who misrule these third or, world countries. Or what administrative, you know, where yeah. is it going to pay someone's, you know, six-figure income you know, salary. Of course. And these, the administrators and of the many, funds. Right, and, exactly. You know, it'll be at the World Bank. All these people make massive money. They have diplomatic immunity. They can't be investigated, taxed, uh, imprisoned, prosecuted. Right. And we, you know, they'll say that there's going to be some transparency to where the funds will go. There never is transparency where the funds go. It's a black so, hole of funds. And we just are know time, it's your money that's going yep. to all this stuff. What's but, left of the middle class in America. You know yeah. that George Soros is not going to be paying for this, folks. Uh, we are all out of time. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I don't know whether we'll do a live show on Wednesday. We shall see. I'll be flying home Wednesday. And that's a long flight. It's like 16 hours, more than 16 yeah. hours. It will be a long time. So maybe we'll see you Wednesday. If not, you'll see a rerun. But thanks for tuning in. I'm Alex Newman. This is the Sentinel Report. Until next time, God bless you all.